Fear Factor by Sonny Harrington. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I used to listen to G. Gordon Liddy on the radio, and he said that everyone is afraid of something. Heights, snakes, biters, tight spaces. The G-Man was afraid of rats. From what I gather from listening to him, he was a pretty tough old bird, and no one to reckon with. But you could take a rat or a mouse and run him anywhere you wanted him to go. In his talk, he spoke of overcoming your fear and how he did it. Head on, just like I expected him to. When he had enough, he caught, killed, cleaned, and consumed one live rat. Pretty much ended his phobia. I always enjoyed listening to the G-Man. My problem was needles. I could handle and still do snakes. With respect to poisonous ones, don't consider myself stupid with snakes, but they just don't bother me. We only have four poisonous snakes in Louisiana. Rattlers, moccasins, copperheads, and coral snakes. Spiders, no big deal either. Two poisonous ones are brown recluse and black widow. But needles? Man, when they got the needle in the doctor's office out, you had to hold me down. I hated that with a passion. I was a freshman in college and got a part-time job at the veterinarian's office. I learned more about life, death, and fear than I did anywhere in my life. In the process, one of my daily jobs was to clean syringes. Every day I took apart a syringe, the plungers, the needles, various gauges, and washed them off, and then placed them in an autoclave to sterilize them with the rest of the surgical instruments. Inevitably, I accidentally would stick myself, say a cuss word, and keep going. So I self-corrected my fear. I recently went to a Mardi Gras parade, and standing by some people in the crowd, I couldn't help but notice there was two large pit bulls in front of me. They were extremely friendly. I spoke to them and petted the dogs, no problem. I looked up about three floats back, and there's a young lad walking alongside the float. He was one of the many walkers that escort the floats, keeping the crowds back and safe. When he noticed the two pit bulls, he immediately skirted around behind the float and peeped back to see if they were coming after him. Well... I couldn't let this opportunity go by, so seeing a obvious fear of large canines, I scooted around the front of the float and up the other side, circling around him and coming up from behind. I could have ridden an elephant because he was totally focused on those two dogs. As the float got closer, I reached up behind him and grabbed him on the back of his leg and hollered, ruff, ruff. Oh man, the crowd went wild and I think that he may have soiled himself. I laughed till my stomach hurt. He definitely had a fear of dogs, and it didn't help matters at all. But don't worry, the dogs are perfectly fine, and they got lots of beads. All this fear factor stuff is leading up to a class I held a couple of weeks ago. Teaching concealed carry is always a challenge, and I try to make sure that everyone, even an experienced shooter, learns something from it. But believe it or not, I had a female shooter in class that was afraid of guns. I mean, really afraid of guns. You could tell by her body language, eye contact, every body signal sent off no-go on the handguns. Every time I dropped the slide on a semi-automatic with a loud click, she jumped, flinched every time. Well, I figured I could break a 1,200-pound horse to shoot off of. I could get this woman to handle a gun. Over and over, I dropped the slide. She'd flinch, not even looking at me, but at the floor. The body signal seemed to be getting worse. I was beginning to wonder, after a couple of hours of this, 
Finally, I took a pistol apart, slide off, barrel out, guide rod, springs, pieces laying everywhere, slowly and patiently explaining the history of the gun and their parts, ammo and the components of each. Eventually, she came around. She quit holding the handgun with two fingers like it was a snake and we graduated to the range. Being mindful of the big bang and requiring hearing and eye protection, we proceeded. Also using a twenty-two caliber with no recoil, we advanced to the firing line. Starting closely at the target and seeing some positive results was next. A few shots later and ta-da, nah, I've really created a monster. As she frequents the range, her husband has bought more guns and she's talking about reloading ammunition. Mission accomplished. Oh, there's a reason behind this. She was shot 40 years ago by her former husband and now tells me she wishes she'd done this years ago. I don't know who feels better about this, me or her. Speaking of fears, a husband's fear is when he dies that his wife sells his guns for what he told her he paid for them. Now that's a real fear factor.